What's good, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Wellington Heights Community Church podcast. It is Vision Sunday as well as baptisms here. And our vision for this week and throughout the year is reconciliation. We define reconciliation as a journey and invitation from God for a community to embody shalom in holistic ways that disrupt reshape and inform structures and everyday patterns of relating so that all people and creation may flourish. You are going to hear Pastor Stephanie speak more on reconciliation here at Wellington Heights Community Church. But before we jump into her wonderful message, let's take a moment to read 2 Corinthians 5 verses 16 through 21 from the Common English Bible Version. So then, from this point on, we won't recognize people by human standards. Even though we used to know Christ by human standards, that isn't how we know him now. So then, if anyone is in Christ, that person is part of the new creation. The old things have gone away and look, new things have arrived. All of these new things are from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and who gave us the ministry of reconciliation. In other words, God was reconciling the world to himself through Christ by not counting people's sins against them. He has trusted us with this message of reconciliation. So we are ambassadors who represent Christ. God is negotiating with you through us. We beg you as Christ's representatives, be reconciled to God. God caused the one who didn't know sin to be sin for our sake so that through him we could become the righteousness of God. Amen. Stay tuned for a wonderful message from Pastor Stephanie. Many of us have a deep sense that the world is not as it should be. We look around and we see divided communities, poverty and violence in our neighborhood. Injustice continues to plague our communities and nation. We see so many broken relationships and far too many have inadequate access to health care. I could go on and on, couldn't I? Brokenness surrounds. We are hurting. And together, both individually and collectively, we are crying out to God. And a question that we all may be wondering is, is there a flourishing future for us? The answer is, yes, there can be. Because the good news is that God longs to work through us to help restore things to the way that they were intended to be. In the language of the Old Testament, this wholeness is called shalom a state where nothing is missing and nothing is broken. The scripture reading today from 2 Corinthians chapter 5 shares with us that God has given us the ministry of reconciliation and a roadmap to help us cultivate healing and flourishing, and that all of us are Christ's ambassadors in this important ministry of reconciliation. Reconciliation is at the heart of the gospel. Jesus said that the essence of Christianity could be summed up in two commandments that cannot be separated, love God and love neighbor. And this is found in Matthew chapter 22. And God desires for those of us who follow Christ to join in being an ambassador or an agent of God's reconciling love 
in the divided and hurting communities and world that we are living in. Some of you may know that this past June, I finished a year-long cohort with the Reverend Dr. Brenda Salter McNeil. Now, Dr. B has been a spiritual guide for me from afar over this past decade as I have entered into the journey of reconciliation. In this past year, I was thrilled to be part of a cohort for reconciliation leaders from across the United States. Now, you may recognize Reverend Dr. Brenda's name as we often use her definition of reconciliation as a guide to communicate and understand reconciliation. Now, in this cohort, one of my homework assignments this past year was to define reconciliation. So I did just that. Here is the definition of reconciliation that I have created and that we are going to be using moving forward at Wellington Heights Community Church. Now, the definition is this. Reconciliation is a journey and an invitation from God for a community to embody shalom in holistic ways that disrupt, reshape, and inform structures and everyday patterns of relating so that all people and all creation may flourish. The journey of reconciliation is exactly that, a journey. A journey of restoration toward wholeness. Remember that Old Testament language of shalom in the community. As the body of Christ, we play a major role in this journey of, toward making all that is wrong right again. Working as God's community, the church, the body of Christ, is the primary agent of reconciliation in this process to the world. A closer look at our passage of scripture in 2 Corinthians 5 offers us distinctive markers in the journey of reconciliation. The first is that being that reconciliation is a journey. Even for God, reconciliation is not a program or an event or something to be achieved, but rather a journey from old to new. The scripture states, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, they are a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. The Holy Spirit transforms us into a new creation. Not only is the new creation true for us individually, Paul is actually saying much more. When we accept Christ, we are invited into living inside a whole new order. In this new order of the kingdom of God, every person is valuable, important, and equally bearing the image of God. And as we are able to ground ourselves in our journey of reconciliation as a journey with God from old to new, the more we are able to unpack what it means in the next verse, in verse 16. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Now, this practically looks like acknowledging our biases or the human judgment that we have as we view one another and to consider removing our blurry and filtered lenses in which we see one another and to see one another with God lenses and through our God lenses where all are beloved and valued and welcomed. Another critical mark 
in the journey illuminated in this passage from 2 Corinthians is that reconciliation is not limited to a few, but it is for anyone in Christ. When we view the journey of reconciliation as simply a topic, or a sermon series, or a program, or a one-time book study or event, we tend to think that it is reserved something reserved only for professionals. Yet what 2 Corinthians confirms for us is that the ministry of reconciliation is given to anyone in Christ. Another way of saying all who are in Christ. It is the ministry and the responsibility that each of us have to steward. Now, each of us are called to be Christ's ambassadors in this journey, sent with God's message of reconciliation in the midst of the brokenness and the hurting and the divisions among us. Put simply, reconciliation both names the church as and requires the church to be a sign and an agent of God's reconciliation. We need one another in this journey. And we need each unique perspective to strengthen the entire body. We are incomplete without each other. And unfortunately, in many of our Christian spaces, we are so limited by our comfort and our familiarity that we do not know that we are not complete. It's important to note that this journey of reconciliation is long and difficult. And it cannot be taken without being paired with justice, lament, repentance, forgiveness, and a commitment to engage for the long haul. Too often we have seen the message of reconciliation into simply kumbaya moments or peacefully coexisting among our divides or quitting when we become uncomfortable or slipping back into consumerism and self focus. The ministry of reconciliation we have received from God is a gift and an invitation to participate within each day. Now this gift is one that is fragile and it involves being uncomfortable on our part. Paul writes in the passage just before 2 Corinthians 5, he writes this, he says, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that This all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. For we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake so that his life may be revealed in our body. Now this passage is an invitation for us to see reconciliation as not only a gift but also as a precious treasure. It's an invitation to walk tenderly. Paul doesn't shy away from the challenge of this gift of reconciliation that we are given. The Christian journey of reconciliation is personal. Not only does it require us to confess our own brokenness and to acknowledge how we may have contributed to the pain 
and division and injustice, but it also requires us to put our own well-being on the line, to sacrifice, to speak truth, to become proximate to pain and suffering so that we can literally feel it. Let's continue to press on in faithfulness for the long haul. At Wellington Heights Community Church, we are committed to facilitating reconciliation spaces, to equipping our community with daily habits of peace and reconciliation. And by God's grace and spirit, we pray that we will be enabled like our spiritual mothers and fathers from the civil rights movements to make a a way out of no way, which gives us strength to continue on the journey. Early on in the cohort with Dr. Brenda this past year, one of our assignments was to bring with us something that represented reconciliation to us. I decided to bring this superhero gift bag that my son received for his birthday to represent reconciliation being an invitation and gift to us from God. And also that as followers of Jesus, the ministry of reconciliation is our superpower. Jesus has literally shown us how to live and love so that there can be a flourishing future for all of us, for shalom to be a reality in the here and now. So we look beyond the now, beyond the visible, and we remember the story of God. Now, without this story, we would be overwhelmed, perplexed, crushed, and destroyed. But let's fix our eyes on Jesus and the invitation to follow a distinctive way to be Christ's ambassadors, to to cultivate reconciled communities by creating spaces for lament, justice, peace, and the flourishing of all. I'm going to close today by reading 2 Corinthians chapter 5 from the First Nations Version. I'll begin in verse 16. So from now on, we will no longer look at others through weak human eyes. Even though we used to see the chosen one in this way, that is not how we see him now. I am saying that anyone who has been joined together with the chosen one is part of the new creation. For in the chosen one, the old creation has faded away, and the new creation has come into being. It is the great spirit himself who has done all of this. Through the chosen one, creator has removed the hostility between human beings and himself, bringing all creation into harmony once again. The great spirit has chosen us to represent him in the sacred task of helping others find and walk this path of peacemaking and healing, turning enemies into friends. The Great Spirit was not holding people's broken way against them. Instead, he was working in the Chosen One to bring all people back into harmony with himself. He has now given us the honor of bringing this message to others. Let us pray together the Latin American Lord's Prayer. Let us pray together. God, who is in us here on earth, 
Holy is your name, and the hungry who share their bread and their song. Your kingdom come, which is a land flowing with milk and honey. Let us do your will, raising our voice when all are silent. You are giving us your daily bread in the song of the bird and the miracle of the corn. Forgive us for keeping silent in the face of injustice. Don't let us fall into the temptation of taking up the same arms as the enemy, but deliver us from evil. Give us the perseverance to look for love, even if we fail, so we shall have known your kingdom, which is being built forever and ever. Amen. Hey, this is LD, Wellington Heights Community Church Worship Arts and Tech Coordinator, and I just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to turn on your notifications so you can be one of the first to listen to future episodes. Also, be sure to hit that like button and share this podcast, and feel free to leave a comment or two as we would love to hear from you. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram or visit our website to stay updated with what is going on in the community. As you know, we are reliant upon the benevolent gifts of donors just like you to continue ministry in an urban setting. So if you are compelled to give, please give at donorbox.org backslash WHCC. Or you can visit our website, wellingtonheightscommunitychurch.org and hit that donate button. Hey, thanks again for tuning in. Have a blessed day.